Hello and welcome to Euractiv's Agri-Food Brief. I'm Natasha Foote and here's your weekly update on all things agriculture and food in the EU from Euractiv's Agri-Food News team. Our top story of the week. Progress towards measuring and reducing risks from pesticide use in the EU has been limited, according to a new report from the European Court of Auditors. The auditors note that the Commission lacks a robust evidence base to assess whether the directive has achieved the EU's objective of making pesticide use sustainable. They also note that there are still few incentives for farmers to reduce their dependence on pesticides. In other news, the area of the EU affected by the African swine fever is progressively expanding, the European Food Safety Authority has said in its latest update on the disease. A new report drafted by the True Animal Protein Price Coalition suggests that retail price for meat do not reflect the environmental cost associated with the production in the EU. They advocate for a sustainability charge on meat. However, the proposal has undergone criticism. Biological pesticides are rapidly gaining attention as a sustainable and viable environmentally friendly alternative to chemical pesticides. However, they are currently hampered by maladapted regulation. The EU Commission has started sketching the new EU-wide food labelling scheme, expected to be proposed in the context of the new farm-to-fork strategy. However, the debate over what kind of information to provide to consumers has only just started. The centrist Renew Europe group in the European Parliament is aiming to break taboos in the agricultural sector, according to one of its Czech deputies, Martin Hrvacek. Germany's Grand Coalition wants to support agriculture with 1 billion euros when stricter fertiliser regulations come into force. Farmers, however, are outraged as they are demanding political action instead of money. Now for the quote of the week from Green MEP Bas Eikaut. We have a big issue there with right pricing, but this example of meat just shows you how upside down the current system is and that's that consumers don't pay the right price, but also that farmers, the producers, don't get the right support. Now for the agri-food news from the capitals this week, starting with Italy, where, according to the UN Special Envoy Hilal Elva, half of Italy's agricultural workforce is made up of migrants, most of them undocumented. In a recent report about the situation in Italy, Elva criticised the Italian food system, saying that those working in the agricultural sector work excessively long hours under difficult conditions and with a salary too low to cover their basic needs. In Spain, Spain's agri-food sector fears the negative impact of Brexit, in particular for sensitive and key export products like cheese, red wines and olive oil, which are also under pressure by US trade tariff measures. The Greek government is set to present proposals for the rebuilding of the farming sector's cooperatives, Greece's Vice Minister for Rural Development has said this week. With the deadline for Germany to avoid EU fines for its excessive soil nitrate levels fast approaching, the Grand Coalition is at odds about how best to tighten fertiliser regulations. In France, there is concern for the next generation of farmers. They are calling for a ceiling age of receiving aid under the Common Agricultural Policy, which would make room for young people. However, it is a contentious issue. In the UK, legislation seeking to transform British farming after Brexit has passed its second reading in the House of Commons. The Agriculture Bill, first introduced to Parliament on the 16th of January, has moved a significant step forward and will now enter the committee stage. 
In Croatia, the Ministry of Agriculture is working on drafting a new act which aims to help producers to form associations of farmers and producers. In Poland, a Polish startup has developed a seed incubator which could speed up harvesting by up to 30%. The seeds from the incubator are also more resistant to drought and pests. Lastly, the EU Commission has barred Romania and Lithuania from granting emergency licenses for forbidden pesticide use after EFSA said the emergency use was not justified. On our radar this week, EU Health Commissioner Stella Kyriakides will meet this week with representatives from the Pesticide Action Network, the European Crop Protection Association and Food Drink Europe. Upcoming events this week include Today there is a reactive debate on sustainable food systems, asking does the EU farm-to-fork strategy have all the answers? Between the 12th and 15th of February, Biofac, the world's leading trade fair for organic food, will meet in Nuremberg. For a sneak peek of the news coming your way soon, be sure to look out for coverage of the Euractiv event on sustainable food systems. This week, the podcast was produced by Euractiv's agri-food news team, Natasha Foote and Gerardo Fortuna, with technical support from Malti Kettleson. My name's Natasha Foote. Thanks for listening. See you next week. <laughs>